special guest our first uh italian that i think we've had on the podcast we'll be disinfecting the house after this thank you so much for coming it's a me all the way from italy <laughs> fucking everybody welcome here yeah. we go this is dave, dave. what's up boys you know him you love him say it what's your name so dave Caggiano. Caggiano. It's, it's, it's all right dude. it's brutal so, it's all right here we go here we go Oh yeah, so excited to have you, dude. You I dude, I fucking we've been planning this for weeks. I feel dude, like. both of you guys might have been the hottest couple in Boston comedy before quarantine, oh. and it's only gone up from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're hiding the hair, Mason. But I know you're working with something good under there. Oh, Vickers yeah. looks just spectacular. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, just wait till we come back hand in hand into all the bars. I know. His twink ass. He's so cute, ain't he? Yeah, oh right. god. What you been up to, dude? Dude, I'm uh. I, I mean, I spend most days just being angry, I think, probably <laughs> like you guys. I'm fine. No, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. I spend most days just doing, you know, normal stuff, and then I open up my phone for three seconds and go on social media and instantly and my, day, my day is ruined. I just, yeah, I want to put my fucking fist through a wall. Then you remember why you hate people. Yeah. You're like, motherfucker. I don't hate people. What, what, what have you been doing for comedy, dude? I, cause I, cause I know you were a comedy whore just like us, and how much do you miss it? What dude. you been doing to tweak that muscle, dude? What you been doing? Dude, you know, I basically this is what you, I mean. This is what you do if you want to get good at comedy during quarantine. You basically, for, all right, first off, writing. Forget writing. I get Writing's that up out the within window. the first yeah. three weeks. The I only think. writing you should be doing is hitting up bookers that had you booked on shows that have gotten canceled and just reminding them yeah, yeah, yeah. constantly that you were looking forward to their show and uh-huh. you're so sad it got canceled. And people have been doing a lot of writing in uh, comment sections. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they have. I mean... Hey, sometimes it's just like, you know, herding... I mean... Now, see, I'm pissed. Because that's the expression. Sorry. <laughs> it's herding Herding cat. sheep? Herding sheep is what you do. (laughs) I should have had cats on here. Dude. Okay, we'll upload it next time. All right, here. Wait, hang on. This is what just happened. Because when I said this, most people were like. Dude, Mason, you just fucking. You look like a guy that invented a soundboard (laughs) full of just effects. Like this, and you thought it was like the sickest thing ever. Oh yeah, I fucking yeah. love it. Oh, he does. Hey, yeah. He does. Hey. You're the dude on like Skrillex's team where it's like it's like the build up, and then the the it's about to, the beat's about to drop, and you're like, dude, do the sheet noise, do the sheet hey. noise. All right, how about this? Let's pretend that you're a news anchor. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'm gonna pretend you're a news which, anchor. Okay. Which? Wait, uh, gonna, hold I'm on. A, which? Which? Uh, oh, definitely which syndicate. Fox. Definitely Fox. Uh, Fox News. Look at my face. Fox News. You ready? Okay. He's full right. of so I don't even. It's not even. I don't even have to do a character. I just, just be me. Is just, what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. you love Trump. You, you hate know. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, gays, why we had you gays on the press? Gays are going to hell. Yeah, exactly. All that shit. Everything all that, that everyone looks at me and, and but, already thinks. But I want you to put all that into what's going on in the Boston but comedy scene. But at the same scene. time, not so much. At the same time, he's a little twinky. At the same time, he does look like a keynote speaker right, at a pride parade. Might be a little much. 
You're a Fox News anchor. Okay. You love Trump. Okay. And I want you to tell us what's going on in the Boston comedy scene. Okay. You ready? Here we go. And we're back here, guys. Welcome today, this evening. We have a lot of news to cover in the Boston comedy scene. First things first, it's the 45th day in a row of Kevin Quigley commenting on people's statuses in the group. Uh, will he continue the streak? Will the pandemic finally take him out? We'll find out in other news. We're going to go to the weather report with uh, Andrew Vickers. Andrew, uh, what does it look like up in New Hampshire right now? Yes, of course. Thank you once again, Dave. I am standing right outside here in New Hampshire where there's snow falling and they're moving the DNC up here as a result of not having enough virgin blood to put in the punch down where it was originally planned in South Carolina. The plan to move the DNC meeting up here into New Hampshire, of course, is going to have drastic consequences on the weather itself, given that the DNC is run almost exclusively by Jews who control the weather. Now, back to you in the studio. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Andrew. This has been your High Noon uh, Weekly Update. Hope you enjoyed it. Comedy's never coming back. Thank you. Mike, and, Pence, uh, Mike Pence 2024. Hashtag all laughs matter. Thank you. Well, I think... Yeah, the- we're done. And at that note, the career is over before it got started. I think we cleared it up. How? <laughs> yeah, I'm... Fu- Yo, disclaimer, I'm fucking around. I mean, yeah, it's hey, just a joke. Di- disclaimer, I'm, I'm curious if we even fucking keep that in. Hell yeah, How funny dude. is that? <laughs> Let it rip. It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't yeah. matter. Comedy is over. The hey. world is over. It doesn't matter. All seriousness, yeah, while we're in the real. area of hatred. Nothing matters. Is that an Italian on your shirt? It um, looks like an Italian. Oh, he kind of, because he has a mustache and a meat cleaver. Yeah, and he's, he's gross looking. And he's know. chopping up pork yeah. or a body. Yeah, it uh, could be. This is actually my favorite shirt. I got This shirt is as old as us. And uh, it's no from shit. yeah, it's from a barbecue place in what's the so name? It's of it? Pit Boss Barbecue in uh, Tarpon Springs, Florida. Damn boy! Shout out! Yeah, shout out! My, fav- my favorite. Hey, Florida well, man! We Florida's should go to got Florida. A lot of shit going on down there. That's what I'm saying. We should go there. Yeah, but uh, back to <laughs> man. That was, yeah, I'm just, it was just that, a joke. It was that, it was that literally might've, that might have been the funnest bit we've ever done on this show. I'll tell yeah. you. Just make it a clip. Just put it out there. That dude. was it absolutely it wonderful. It doesn't matter. It doesn't so matter So I'd like anymore. to talk about this fucking awesome video that you made that went viral in the local Boston comedy scene. <laughs> I don't know about that, but Yeah, it did. It went viral like the goddamn COVID. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, what was the uh, inspiration for that? And who's that old guy, that McClaskey? He's hilarious. Oh, dude, he's the best. Dude, and that tattered up guy, he's funny too. Evan, yeah. So, okay, so... I don't th- know them. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so... Uh, yeah, real quick, the guy who came up with basically the idea for that video was Tim McClaskey. He's a part of Breaking Balls, which is, I would say, like a comedy, like conglomerate, I don't know, just like a collective of dudes. They have uh, like a Facebook, a YouTube, and Instagram. They get fucking tens of thousands of followers and, and views and likes and everything. They're killing it. And they're all based out of Swampscott on the North Shore. So um, they do shows in like in like Lynn in like Beverly like mostly up there, but um, dude they're Lynn, fucking Lynn, in the also, city of sin. Yeah, so we do. I do a show with Tim McClaskey, Evan Luongo, and Chris Justice. It's uh, every every Wednesday night at seven p.m. on Facebook Live. It comes out, and you should find it. it's called the Show and Tell Show. 
happened? Yeah, and it's on the Facebook page of the Breaking yeah, Balls. It's on it's on the Breaking Balls Facebook page and uh yeah, you can And oh, how yeah. how'd you meet those guys? Uh I don't know, I just started doing shows up there and there dude, I let I don't know, man. I you I mean look at me. I get I just get along with the scumbags and let's just kind of where I feel at home is And just, you just happen to be good looking. Is that I why you're always around? around <laughs> Look my, at him. my house drinking with my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me and your dad are tight. And um, well, talk about that video, dude. So, so did you write any of your bits that you did? In yeah, it, dude, or? that was all improv, all improv. Really? It, yeah. If you haven't seen the video, th- yeah, it's just it's yeah. called "What Is Boston Comedy," and uh, it's it's like it was originally longer, but I edited it down and, and cut it down a little because I think it was just too long. We posted it a couple weeks before that, and it didn't get any traction. And I mean, not like it fucking really got any actual traction after it. I mean, it's like a, a thousand and a half views or something like that, which is not a lot in the grand scheme of things. But thank you. I appreciate that you like it. I thought it was pretty funny and yeah. pretty accurate. Dude, it basically, here's the idea for the video. It's, bas- it's called What is Boston Comedy? It was basically like us just sitting around every week we would do the show. We would come in and we would kind of do what we did before this show. It was basically like, what the fuck is going on in this in Boston comedy, the Boston comedians too, and what's this person's deal? Uh, you know, all respect, all due respect. But I mean, fucking everyone does it, whatever. Um, and we were just like, oh, all these people, just Boston, they all just think they're so cool because they're Boston comic, they're Boston comics, and I'm a Boston comic, and like, and it, Boston comedy just kind of, it, it takes itself too seriously. Yeah, oh, for sure. you know. Yeah. And, and 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 dude, I mean, if there was one thing I could agree with you on there. It's that whole thing about, uh, like, I'm, when you broke it down to, like, how people get booked, you know? You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. That was so accurate. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, t- right, find like a, a room, yeah. you know, break it, break break the video yeah, down. Just like, I thought it was great. I thought it was so <laughs> funny. Thank you, Mason, dude. Because, you know, we, st- we started around, you know, what? when did you start? Uh, I, I would say January of last year. I started on like January 1st or 2nd. January 2019. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... so for those of you listening and thinking about starting uh, stand-up comedy... This is what you can look forward to. David started in January of 2019, and by now was is jaded enough to make an entire video about Boston <laughs> comedy. So <laughs> fuck don't you. fucking do it. Fuck you, Vickers. <laughs> no, fuck I loved you. it too. I loved it too. No, you're right. No, you you are right, dude. It'll suck the soul out I'm of you. That's what I'm saying. I might say more like uh, just where you were more able to just see how it works faster than most. I guess, but I mean, no, but you make you make a good point. Like there, when like in my work, like what I do for actual work, people that are like five years in, like if you complained like that, you would ever you'd be ostracized. Everyone would hate you. You'd be like, you, don't, you haven't paid your dues yet to complain like. But that, a year in, you can say whatever you want. You I can, guess so. you can say whatever you want. Whenever you want, yeah, right. You can, you can. yeah. Hey, yeah. but if you get your own room, then, then you can then, really then say can whatever really say. you yeah, want. And then That's you what can, I'm do. and then you can not book anyone you don't want to book. That is true. But and also, no, but, no, but that's not even be true booked because then on I would those get... other people's show. Yeah, I was gonna say then we could just have like straight white male lineups. That's uh, honestly, yeah. it's I'm just the advertisement's just gonna be my face and they're gonna know what's up. Like, oh, it's an all straight white male lineup. We have a we yeah. If you don't have a, a a misogynistic joke or in a dick joke back to back, you can't get on my lineup. We've got a very diverse audience of cops from Saugus, cops from Lynn, <laughs> yeah, cops dude. from Boston. Yeah, dude. Firefighters can't smoke weed; they can only do cocaine. 
I, I know firefighters. You've been watching the news the past couple of years, huh? <laughs> no, I just, I just know firefighters. Oh, okay. Well, you're dead, you're dead accurate. <laughs> and I supply them with cocaine. Yeah, you're dead accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, but back to back to the whole Boston comedy thing. It was just it was just a joke. If you, I mean, it, the whole thing, don't take it too seriously. I'm just fucking around. I'm guilty of it too. Everyone's guilty of it. Um, but basically, I was just saying that all you got to do to to gain some traction in, in Boston comedy is write a couple good jokes. And by good, I mean like just write a couple maybe coherent jokes or not. Uh, go to a bar owner, start a show at a shitty bar, book some people, and then you get on their sh- – you book people – the first people you book have to be people that also have shows. That's a really important step to, to being – to being successful in comedy. You don't have to be good or funny. You just need to book people that also have shows. And then you go on their show. Which which when you – so tell me if you – so we talk, we've talked about this, uh, you know, what is the word? Uh, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. There you go. Thanks, brother. Yeah. As honestly, as so good looking as me and Vickers are, we're equally intelligent. I mean, I, I Mason, feel like you're just here, out, here. you're just outclassed right now. You're just I mean, I, if I'm being honest, I feel like I'm a, I'm on the set of Girls Gone Wild, but with <laughs> but with men. Oh, just with I mean, flat chested. I mean, if yeah. I was gay, I'd be in heaven. Hell yeah. You know, you guys are just beautiful. Hell yeah. It's like looking into a, a you know. Uh, so the future of like just twink, sex, sex twink city, you know. Yeah. Except for you, you got a little bit more beefy. Your little beefcake over there, and, and you're just my little twink over here that's never uh, seen oh, the sun. I'm, I'm his little you know? twink. Yeah, you yeah, I yeah. cannot even begin. I mean, to Andrew, Andrew's mine. Uh, what were you just saying? What were we saying? Uh, so uh, where where was? Oh, before I, you before you start a show, you talked about this ad nauseum. I don't really know what you would oh, talk about fuck. ad nauseum. What were we talking about ad nauseum? You were talking about how you get on a show and yeah. how you just book people who have shows. Yeah, you, and you yeah. said we've discussed this ad nauseum and then we started all going yeah, like that. Yeah. And then, Once yeah, we started blowing each other, I, yeah. I, I totally it forgot. All, it all went downhill. Well, the you point know is, what? It I'm going gonna, gonna to say... Uh, we can just move on because I totally forgot. Yeah. No, it's okay. it's, it, so let's keep it going. Go ahead, Andrew. Take over. No, I was going to just say it. I, I was going to completely wrap forgot. Wrap it up. It's a good point. Yeah, go ahead. Like, well, you do you run a show with the with the the guys? No. Okay. No. It's just like a like a sh- not. It's not a stand up show. It's just a, like a almost like a TV show type. So it's, a, it's like a game show oh. basically. The the premise of the, it's called the show and tell show. There's three rounds where we are asked a question. It's a completely it's an improv show. There's no nothing's written beforehand. Uh, so we're asked. Tim is the host. He asks us questions uh, at the beginning of each round. We answer questions to the best of our ability. Uh, like, would you rather blank? What is your what is your blank? If you were to have a superpower, would it, stuff like that. Also, this is um, like summer camp. I don't know what summer camps you went to. <laughs> like if you like if you were on a desert island, which book would you kind of yeah. yeah yes yeah it is a very much you're in the log cabin at night. Skip and you're trying to, to chapter seven yeah page one thirty eight <laughs> right yeah yeah and then if you die you go back and you try again exactly yeah I gotcha. yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's that's basically and then at the end we have show we have we do show and tell we bring in an item and we do show and tell. you show oh, your oh, dicks yeah. yeah. Show, show and tell. That's the or is it show and smell where you stick your finger up your ass, Dude. whip your hand out, show and smell. You are a you are a stand up comedian. <laughs> God, you're good. Oh, dude, Dave. God, as soon as you leave, we're gonna start shit talking YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just get ready. Uh, Love a fart. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so that's about it. I saw uh, you got a firefighter on your fridge over here. Who's that? Oh, that's my uh, my my nephew, I guess technically. Cute kid. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, Maybe he's wow. adorable. Yeah, yeah. He's a firefighter. Look at the already? one where he's got the beanie on. He has the blue eyes. He looks he too young to be a. He firefighter. looks like a goddamn yeah. baby Gap model. He's gonna be. I'll tell you. Uh, but anyways, no, that's my wife's uh, nephew. Um, as far as firefighters go, though, my buddy Joey, I just went to his bachelor party over the weekend down in Cape May in New Jersey. Okay. And boo you want to talk about Trump country? Oh, yeah, big time, dude. dude. there were 2020 Trump flags yep. flying high yep. up your ass. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's wow. the thing. You get around firefighters, and they're not allowed to let some opinions fly, and they don't really give a fuck. Who cares? Oh, dude. Yeah. It was wild. And and so, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are a firefighter. Or yeah. You're yep. going to be. And, and no, EMT, though, as well. Uh, paramedic. Well, did I'm you a, pass the thing? I'm a yeah. I'm are a, you a firefighter now? I'm a firefighter, a paramedic, and a stand-up comedian. God. And oh, that's man. those are yeah. <laughs> that's my sexual. Those are my sexual identities. Oh hell yeah, brother. Yeah, in that order. Oh, Not career occupation. Bitch, where's all my shit? You're a firefighter. What? So what city are you with technically? And what's it like um, to become that? I'm gonna I'm gonna not say. Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't that's have to say. But, but I'm I, towing a thin line already. Yeah. Already on this podcast and the show that we do every week. It's a real thin line. We uh, had a veteran of the Hey, I'd like to know. Morning. Hey, everybody, just hang on a second. Okay. Uh, Dave, how thin of a line do you think it is? I knew you'd like that, dude. Dude, I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? What do you want me to do with that sound effect? Where do you want me to go with it, dude? You, someone hey, take the fucking sound. You need a producer. You, you need to pay me. someone. You just tell so you me. don't have that thing. You tell me. Hey, listen. I've tried. It's not tried, my dude. fault that you just totally shit the bed. Dude, I mean, the joke wouldn't have been that good without the sound effect. It <laughs> saved you right there. And that's the problem with the soundboard is it fucking puts you on a pedestal. Oh, it punches up your shit. It yeah. way punches up your shit. <laughs> yeah, the soundboard for a podcast is essentially like getting booked just because you know bookers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're fucking right. No, no, you know what it is? It's the, so I was at my therapist's office. Oh, oh, oh dude. Pod, oh, pod, oh, you know I like what I mean? This. So okay. my therapist said, so and that's Mason with the soundboard. Yes. Or, yeah. So All you right. guys on Tinder... Yeah. Right. yeah, that's yeah. another one. Yeah. So well, I, I, I've got some stuff uh, to talk about. Let's. Oh, do tell. This is what this is what you have to deal with every week. Okay. He just he just fucking takes the show over with the soundboard, diverts everyone's attention, and then goes to his. Man, I had to fight. You know. To, I, actually, you know what? I think I'd like to actually. Hang on a second. Hey, Dave. <laughs> There's been something I've been meaning to tell you, brother. Yeah, dude. I think you are just. So handsome. Yeah. And you've got the best jokes. Yeah. You know, when you go up at the comedy studio and you talk about how, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I honestly forget your material, but it's because I'm only so obsessed with your eyes. Oh, okay, dude. And you got that beautiful smile. Yeah. And I wish, I think someday I might start a fire in my living room. Yeah, dude. Just in the hopes that you come by and put it out. It's really, the accent in the soundboard is way, it's so unfair. Because a regular person, ready? Shut everything off. Shut that off. Shut that off. Ready? Listen to me say exactly what you just said. Yeah, Mason. I 
see you at the comedy studio. I forget your material and I get lost in your eyes. See how that's just not entertaining, dude? Oh, it's working for me. Again, in just intellectually outclassed. <laughs> Mason, I love you so much. Mason, how how many can how you many take rips, your, How many rips did you take of that bong before we started? I've been drinking alcohol since twelve. I saw him <laughs> drinking bong water when I walked in, actually. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went to the liquor store at lunch. I'm not gonna lie. I, love uh, I haven't. I, I, I had haven't about been, can, you seven. Go, can you go to your phone? I want to see what you have in there. I really yeah, honestly want to see. Here. All right, all right. You're the, you're the most aggressive guest we've had. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I also want to know what you guys have in your uh, in your notes for. Do you guys write comedy like bits in your phone? Uh-huh. You guys, how is it always hey, bad you wanna, when you look at it? Yeah. Do you want to do a segment where we talk about each other's notes? Because I got a lot of notes. No, I just wanted to see. I want to know the last thing that you said. Social well, I'll tell you on on the High Noon podcast, you're allowed to have a nuance, opinion, or whatever you said on here. So I would love to hear what it was like growing up with a father as a cop. I'd love to hear that. Did yeah. you smoke weed? How old were you when you started drinking and smoking pot? Uh, I still don't really. I still don't smoke. I, what, I, what, I about that, what about that line of cocaine you did earlier? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you said you didn't mention cocaine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Firefighters no, love it was, cocaine. It was fine. My my dad, dude. My dad's awesome. He's the best. I will say this. This is the maybe the tough thing is a. Everyone just hates cops, so it was like whatever. I mean, you get used to that. But then B, my dad is was also, and I kind of talk about this in uh, my stuff, is that he was like a, he's just like a, he was like an inner city homicide detective. And so he would just do, look at life as if like everyone was dangerous. He like, I feel like sometimes couldn't turn it off, especially when, I, when me and my sister were like young. Like when, he, dude, I didn't notice this until we were way older, but whenever we would go out to eat in a restaurant, he would always like. If I went to sit down, sometimes he'd be like, oh, no, let me sit there. And like, and I just didn't think anything of it. He always liked to certain, like, sit in a certain seat. But then I realized when we got older, he always sat in a seat that was facing the front door of the restaurant. <laughs> so he yeah. could watch who came in and out and yeah. just like keep an eye on who was in the there. The man was aware. Dude, he, his, just his, I think he's just probably, he has such a long fucking hard career. I think he he's just like, his brain sh- was wired to be that way. Right. Because how long was he a cop before you were born? Um, a long time. He was yeah. my dad's older. My dad's so, old. So he was like ready. He was like, I've seen how the world is. Yeah. Shit's fucked up. Yeah. And I'm protecting my family. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Because you already get like that a little bit when you have kids anyway. And then if you attach on top of that being a homicide detective. Yeah. I can't even imagine how you were allowed to leave the house yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And that's why. And dude, I completely get all. I like I said, I'm I'm like so just like down the middle on so many issues. Like the whole like police brutality thing that's going on right now. Like you're an idiot if you think that there isn't an issue with police brutality in the United States. Like they're ha- they're it. Uh, not I know you guys don't like to get political, but whatever. We can no, stop cocks dude, after. No, you can go um, ahead. Say but, whatever you wanted to say. Yeah, just like. It, like there, there needs to be police reform, but you also can't get rid of or abolish or completely defund the police. Yeah, like y- people don't live in reality. And the other thing is, people don't people that go about their their lives. There's so much shit going on around you that you have no clue. Like so much bad stuff that you're just blind to because we have, like we have like the privilege to like just be blind to that stuff. Right. Like it. It's like it's pretty mind-boggling, dude. If you were to ever download like mind-boggling, yeah, mind-boggling, and you're yeah, um, in my yeah, dude, stop thinking about beer. 
stay on track. Uh, it, it's just like if you were to if you were to listen to like a police like Boston like police scanner or like police stuff going on in the area or like fire and like EMS like radios like there's constant bad shit going on all right, the time. A police scanner, right? Like that you're you kept can't safe from. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So people need to just have like a fucking realistic view of the world. Like it you goes. You can't get rid of police. No, it's, dude. It's you like, can't. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so that's I don't know. That's can I can I tell you what I think? What I think that um, if you want to be a cop, uh, you should take a you know at this point I, they obviously need more training mm-hmm. in mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife for sure, dude. That's my, yeah, yeah. Keep going. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was just saying everyone is like this is the age of like being there for people with like PTSD and like in these psych issues that really need help and getting them right. help, but. It, for some reason, when it comes to police, probably a segment of the population that has the most, the highest prevalence of PTSD, that people are just like, nah, fuck it. Like, fuck them. Put them all in the same box. They're all scumbags. And it's like, nah. And man, that's they sad get- because a lot of those people are veterans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, for there's sure. A, there's a lot of veterans that come back. A ton. And they're, and they're yeah. fucked up. I have a, a very close friend who lives in Arkansas mm-hmm. who is, you know, he's going to live off the government for the rest of his life. Because he spent eighteen months in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's back fucked. in 04, yeah. when it when, when it was intense. Yeah, you know, and uh, so my yeah. my wife is a uh, psych nurse, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she tells me all the time about all these things that aren't happening that should be happening, and so my solution, which we've talked about before, is if you want to be a cop, I think you should really want to be a cop. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to take a thirteen week program. Or however long it takes to be a cop. I think that if you want to be a cop, you should have to get a two-year two degree, uh, a, uh, uh, like a, almost like a trade degree. Yeah. You know, take two years, get your fucking... Yeah, like an apprenticeship or of exactly. some Exactly. Right, right. I think if you really want to be a cop, you, t- you get a two-year degree at a community college. Yeah. And you, and you take law. For sure. You know, and, and psych. Yeah. Take psych yeah. and law and and uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right, right. And learn how to fucking de-escalate. Yeah. You, you know, you, a lot of these, like, especially where I'm from, you know, I'm from Arkansas, and in my small town, my wife worked there for a year when we, when we all, when we, uh, when we moved back down there. And uh, she still, she ran a psych unit at mm-hmm. the local hospital. Oh, it's insane. And, and would have people come in who were psychotic. Was she pediatric psych down there or adult? No adult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So My- she's see like as she sees that these people are out there. Like they're they have a lot of issues. There's da- there's whether it's a they're a fault of their own or not. There are there are dangerous people out there that like like that need help. You know, and like you can't just arrest someone for being crazy. Right. You can't just assume that they're on drugs or that they're being psychotic. This person might be having a bipolar episode. Right. And police are not trained to deal with de-escalating this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, that's why a lot of times it falls on... They need more training. It's a it's a gray area. It falls it falls to EMS usually. Like paramedics and EMTs end up going and transporting these people to emergency rooms where emergency rooms aren't suited to deal, to deal with them either. Well, these people end up in staying the, in emergency rooms In the rooms Northeast, though, people up here, which I've seen firsthand and heard from my wife... The Northeast handles this much better than Hickory, North Carolina, 
or Russellville, Arkansas. Mm. Like, they don't just kick their ass and throw them in jail. They take them to the fucking hospital. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a big difference between uh, the way police handle shit in Massachusetts versus down south where they think mental health is not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, public health, like, the public health programs are so specific state to state in the United States. Like, there's a director of the public health for the state of Massachusetts, and, and it's all part of state government. And there's so much disparity when you look it up between what is uh, defined as an actual public health crisis and therefore fundable by that branch of mm-hmm. the local state government yep. that even if you wanted to, uh, in Hickory or Arkansas, fund some sort of crisis prevention or crisis sort of reaction in, in that regard, it would be have to be privately funded. Yeah. Whereas here we have resources because under the... the uh, definition of whatever public health concerns in the state of Massachusetts, you have um, a, a wider range of mental health issues and a wider range of even, you know, now racial disparities as well. So it's like there's just so much more attention put to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. to that point, dude, it's such a it's such a fucking complicated issue that anyone that thinks that they can have a a nuance and accurate take in in a tweet or a Facebook status, when they literally probably have never even dealt with these th- most of these things in their life, it's just it's insane. It's just insane. It's just a bunch of screaming people online, and right. it's just and it's not. I mean, it's not Thing healthy, dude. Just it's not productive. It's just these fucking keyboard warriors. <laughs> I know. That being like, said, go fo- back to my follow own. us on Twitter. At, uh, all right. Well, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to lead us down this road. But here, let's go into more of our. Uh, let's go into more of our private notes here. Uh, you got anything? You, are you gonna put put some shit out there? The brother? last thing I wrote was when Will Smith. Because I got I got a lot of stuff. This it, is fun. I like this segment. Let's if go. you bang a dude's wife and they stay together, then you definitely didn't do a good enough job to write a song about it. If you bang okay. if you bang a dude's wife and they still are together, oh, because August Ames wrote a song about it. Yeah, I didn't oh, even I know who I the fuck know. he was before that whole thing. Yeah, I'm oh, he think. was uh, he, more yeah. like August No Names. Oh, he was one of the he was a freshman double XL freshman in 2013. Oh, was he, he? was something in, in oh yeah. in 2013. 2013, yeah, it was oh, a big year. It was know. a big year. Everyone everyone keeps saying that. Um, Yo, Mason. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, huge year. Um, you got something you want to say? Well, no, I just, I was listening to um, my favorite part of the episode that you had on with Gerby. Shout out to Gerby. Was you guys Shout were talking about um, your favorite comedians and everything? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I wanted to fucking chime in so bad because you and Gerby had such a different taste of who you considered your favorite comics. You just like different tastes and style I would love of comics. To, yeah, tell and me. And I was like fucking screaming in my car. I was like, I am I feel like I'm so in line with who you like as like for comics. Like I just like I wanna hear who you like. Let's well hear my it. St- like what I like as a style of comedy is like A silly and B like conversational. But, which I think Gerby liked more probably like writers, you know what I mean? Like set up punch, set up punch. Right. I don't really. What What about you? Tell us your. Tell us. Name, uh, yeah, name names, and then and then I. I will. Oh, um, as, like all time, well, well, or let, like who I'm into right now, maybe. Well, let me ask you this. So this is a question that I've asked every person on. Uh, so during quarantine, uh, there's been specials dropped. Yeah. Who have you been watching? Have you watched any specials? Have you? Uh, do you? Do you like anything new coming um, out? You know. 
Yeah, I haven't watched the Joe List one yet. I've heard good things. It's good. Yeah, it's I know. Good. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, he's a. Do you listen to Tuesdays with Stories? Uh, not consistently, but I have definitely heard uh, like a few episodes. Uh, side note: Are you big into podcasts or no? Love podcasts. So big podcast. Do you listen to Tuesdays with Stories? I don't listen to that one. I listen to about ten other ones. So I listen to about twenty four podcasts. Dude, uh, yeah, I'm probably up there. I just don't listen to Tuesday with Stories. You personally. should. You should. I love Mark Norman. He's fucking hilarious. You should He's, start listening. You know how I know Mark Norman. Hey, you should start. Start Joe listening. Okay, and I'll make it a I'll make it a Mark no, I'll make it a Mark normal part of my day. Hey, oh, that's how that's what I'm oh, fucking talking fuck about. You, that's what I'm. Ta- hey, hey, I'm oh, making my own guy. I literally just killed myself right now. Oh my god, this might be my new boyfriend. Um, I tell you what, hey Vickers, you're on thin ice, bud. Yeah, dude. this fucking guy. Um, nah, Mark Norman's came out and that was really good. That was one of my... It was really yeah. good. And I don't yeah. like that style of comedy, but I love him. He's so likable. I when, agree. When you were a kid and, and you were watching comedy and you were like, oh, okay, so that's kind of... Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Who, who was that for you? I'm going to get so much shit for this. It's Dane Cook. It's, it's Dane 100% Cook. Dane it's Cook. Dane Cook. I don't care what the <laughs> reputation... I, I don't know what you're it apologizing is, It is what it is. No, I, I, don't, like I don't either. To. I like him, but I just... What do you mean? As soon yeah. as you said, I'm going to get... I Why like, would you yeah, apologize? I don't know, dude. I mean, don't Why would you apologize? Apologize for liking Dan Everyone Cook. liked him when we were young. Dude. Oh sure, he was this. Sh- I mean, he popped off, dude. Like he was huge. He was. Yeah. Uh, you, so he was, he you was mean the first, we shouldn't like him dude. because he was successful? Oh, just wait. Just wait ten years from now. What people will be saying about Kevin Hart? Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't they're mean, not already saying. Continue. Yeah. Um. No, but I yeah. When growing up, Dan Cook, Chappelle loved Bill Burr. Like probably those three guys were my my favorite stand-ups when I was young. Was and then I watched lighter. And then um, I watched, I would just rip Comedy Central half hours, like, all the time. Whatever, whoever was on that, I was watching. Like, on, on YouTube? On, uh, no, like, on demand. Oh, okay. You know? What year did you have on demand? I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. whatever that How was. How old are you? We're the same age, right? 20, I just turned 27. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I didn't know. I, I thought on 26? demand was a new thing. Yeah, we 27 a couple months. Okay, yeah. What's that? I thought on demand was a new thing. Oh, Dude, get out of Arkansas, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I've been here since 2017. Yeah, well, Go fuck your yourself. Your mind is still there. I've you never... motherfucker. I just canceled cable. You can kiss my ass. I'll, I'll one-up you. I didn't even know what on-demand was until recently. So how's that? Oh, wow. But yeah, so I would just rip Comedy Central spe- so specials. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so let's talk about... Let's liked, talk but. about... All right, all right. So but nowadays, I know you love podcasts. Here, let me name a few and that you probably like like them I, w- well. I would rather fuck podcasts I want to know what specials you've liked recently oh honestly I haven't been watching too many specials really yeah man it's I just been listening to podcasts of did comics you, that I like did but. you watch Tom Segura's yep I saw that live and then ball, I watched the special ball hog ball yep. hog you, yep. where did you see I him saw live? him in Medford what you when at the Chevalier Theater whenever he came to Medford uh, like Sometime last year. Oh, okay. And it was good. So, he, so the he last went. the last live comedy show I saw was Burt Kreischer at the Chevalier. At the Chevalier. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Yeah. He was probably awesome. Oh, it was so good. I saw Theo um, at the Wilbur. I was that say. when Andrew Delavolpe opened? Yes, yes. Hell yeah. That's Sh- sick. Yep, yep. Shout out to Andrew Delavolpe. Yep. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. It was fucking crazy. 
So cool. Hell yeah. Um, dude, it, it was cool. Honestly, yeah, it was cool to see someone up there, you know. That's awesome. I saw Jim Jeffries. Uh, That's sick. I saw his newest hour yeah. before he filmed Intolerant yeah. at the Wilbur in, back in December. Good. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched his. I even watched I watched him, him from back in the day. He I was wa- amazing. I've seen him two years in a row. Yeah. I fucking love Jim Jeffries. Yeah, he's good. So, anyways. So, uh, Chance Lincoln's a buddy of mine. And uh, he tells me, do you, do you want to go backstage and hang out with Norm MacDonald? No fucking way. And I'm like, is a pig's pussy pork? Fuck yeah, I want to go hang okay, out yeah, with Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah, he's waiting for that. Yeah, did he answer? Like, did he know if He had a seizure, and then once the seizure ended, he was like, oh, I think you said, yeah, let's and go. And he was like, yeah. Probably, yeah. probably. I'm like, I'm like, Never yeah. Never tasted one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would fucking love to. So, he, so I watched Chance. I don't think I've ever told it in detail, but... Chance walk. Chance tells me that he's got an extra ticket, mm-hmm. uh, and do I have a friend that wants to come? Okay. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, all my friends want to come, you know, <laughs> who doesn't? But I got one friend, Motorola John. He'd be willing to come, and so John shows up. What type of phone does he have? Um, uh, it's a Samsung, probably or Fuck iPhone. It. He used to work just, for Motorola. Just, he's a trader. Chaotic. So, chaotic anyways, neutral. he shows up and uh, Chance walks up to the will call and goes, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Excuse me, uh, I think you have a couple tickets for me." And the lady behind the window says, "I'm sorry, what's your name?" And he goes, "Oh, Chance LinkedIn. <laughs> I believe you have a backstage pass for me." <laughs> and she goes, uh, "I don't think so." And this is from my buddy Motorola John's point of view. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm watching Chance, and I watch this lady say, "No, we don't have a ticket for you." <laughs> and Chance goes, "Oh, I believe you do. All you gotta do just look up Chance LinkedIn. You'll find that there's two tickets and two backstage passes." <laughs> and my buddy Motorola John says that the woman turns around. Digs in a drawer and goes, ah. turns around. Here you are, sir. Hell Slides him yeah. over to Chance and Chance, Chance looks at John and he says, "There you go." <laughs> so they're just in. feeling it, just yeah. feeling it. So, so they go to their seats, and Motorola John, being the gentleman that he is, says, "Chance, can I get you a drink?" And Chance says, "Yeah, I'll take a scotch." Mm. You know how much a scotch is at the Wilbur? Like $20. Like $18. Yeah. So he goes and buys him a fucking scotch. Well, he just got him a fucking backstage pass. It's the least he could do. It gets better. (laughs) So he brings him the scotch. Which, by the way, Chance is the man. This is no problem. We, I love Chance. He, He brings him back the scotch and he drinks it within the first, like, 15 minutes. You go... Hey there, John. You know, would you mind going and getting me another drink? So John's like, okay, I'll go get you another one. Yeah. So he goes and gets him two two more drinks, brings in these scotches. Show ends. Norm MacDonald does about an hour and 45 minutes. And uh, I meet Chance at the, the front uh, door of the Wilbur. Where you can walk in and go to the to the uh, the theater or whatever, mm-hmm. 
And we go back there, and Chance gives me my backstage pass. And he goes, all right, let's go see him. Gives me the backstage pass. So excited. We go back there, and the security guard goes, uh, he's like, he's like, hey, you know, you only got two backstage passes. And I said, well, this is my wife. And the guy just gets on the walkie-talkie. Wait, Motorola John is your wife? No, Motorola John's in the car. He's our driver. Did he get the backstage pass? We're not going to let that freak inside. (laughs) I wouldn't let him meet Norm. Skipped over that. Yeah, so it's just me and my wife. Yeah, so the backstage pass was for me. Chance told me that me and him were going to go hang out with Norm. Okay. So, So I meet Chance, and we go back there, and the guy's like, oh, we got three coming back. So it's me, Chance, and my wife. And we walk back to the green room at the Wilbur, and all I hear is Norm MacDonald go, Hey, Chance! How you doing there, Chance? Yeah. And this guy is down in Red Bulls like it's water. Just Norm McDonald? Norm McDonald loves Red Bull. I didn't know that. He is just drinking Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull. Wow. I go in with my, uh, I had a THC cartridge pen, and I'm smoking it, and uh, there's a uh, Boston Globe reporter. Yeah. And then there's these two other people who I don't know, and they leave real quick. So we're in there, and we're just smoking weed with Norm MacDonald, or cartridges. What's, wait, what the... Hold on, pause for a second. You're in the fucking green room, green room of the Wilbur? Yeah. What's it like back there? Uh, old. Is it is it cool? No. No. It's, it's shitty, but is, is it... It's old, but is it cool? Like, yeah, like does people that sign a, the walls. And is is that a character? Like, no, it's cool as in there's Norm MacDonald sitting on... Yeah, but the, what the fuck is it like back there, dude? Uh, there's a fruit plate. There's a big window. There's a bunch of Red Bull and a There's little, no decorations or anything like... like, like Cool on the walls. What's no, the couch? Is there a couch? Yeah. What's it look like? Uh, like a little love seat. Were there seventy-two virgins? No. Fuck. It, it was a shitty little. That's the only reason dirty, I got in the game. Dirty it's ass green room. You know okay. what I mean? Oh. So we're sitting there, and no- so Norm McDonald's like, uh, "Oh, I'll take a rib off that." So he hits. No my- way. Yeah. So he hits my THC. You swap spit with him? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was great. But I'm so I'm so excited. Then I just keep my mouth shut. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just, is like, so unlike you. Uh, yeah, you must have I, been really fucking nervous. Oh man, I was just, no, I did. I was just like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. So I just listened to him, dude. When he is off stage, he is the same person. Yeah, I've it, seen him on podcasts. Oh my god, it is the coolest thing. Yeah. So my wife falls asleep in his He didn't dream. make eye contact with you once. I spoke to him three times. And he didn't make eye contact throughout once, a, throughout, I promise. Th- throughout an hour and a half, yeah. I spoke to him three times. He looked at your shoes. Uh, I made him laugh twice. I uh, I referenced his own joke. Really? You made him laugh? Wait, did he do... Wait, there's a few different uh, Norm MacDonald laughs. One of them is like... Ah! No, it was more like ah, and then he goes. Oh, that one ah. somehow. That one somehow sounds worse than the one that he did. Hey, yeah. the, the one. <laughs> so, no, I'm saying the one that you said makes it sound like he liked you less than the one that you did. Yeah, it does. It does make it sound worse. So was he saying like ah, like shut the fuck up, or ah, that was funny? No, it was more like I watched him laugh at what I said, and then he caught on that I was making a reference to his special. And then he went, ah. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. you got him to go. Ah, yeah, yeah. And it he was, was in his head. He's going. Ah, he's not as cool as I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But I'm it was so, out. it was so cool. Just Dude, that's there. so sick. I mean, because he's one of your top dudes, right? Oh like, yeah, I, I love Norm. Yeah, I think that's he's fucking amazing. That's it, awesome. Dude, it was so cool. If I ever, if I ever met one of my like comp favorite comedy legends, like I, I would probably. Shit myself. Yeah, you seem like you made it pretty. I would be so cool. I pretty much did. You'd be cool. Like, yeah, I would be so cool. I'd, I'd like, be cool on the outside. But. Yeah, no, no. Like I would like not look at them, and then they'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't even see you there." What's they didn't see you there. And then they'd be like, "Oh, yeah. what's your name and stuff?" And they'd be like, "Probably because we're like at my show, and they're like trying to meet me because they saw like yeah. what, what a killer set I did." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, hey, oh, you look familiar. Have I seen you around?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, probably." And I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't even notice." And yeah. he's like, fuck you, and he hits me. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, Chris, yeah, Chris Rock just comes up to He's like, Vickers, I love that pedophile bit. Oh, so this is why your face is painted. I've been meaning to ask you the whole time. <laughs> it was all for that face. moment. Dude, was I was all like, that how moment. are we going to get up to? Right. Okay, well, it's inappropriate, but And they if didn't you see ever it. want to get booked on my show, now you know how. <laughs> face paint is included. <laughs> Vickers, what? Vickers, you didn't see me standing here, Vickers? <laughs> I can't do a Chris Rock, but that's how he would, yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, except for, you know, you put that shoe polish on, polish on your face. Hey. And then I thought maybe we shouldn't have him here. Well, it is what it is. My dad's a cop, so this is what we do in our family. <laughs> this is how we were raised. This is a Christmas morning tradition. Totally. All right, kids, put shoe polish on your place. We're going to go down and I, I, I was really enjoying let's, let's hear some more notes you got. Um, what do no. you got? Come on. Let's tell you them. Wanna what. Know what, you want to know what, honestly, one of my notes are? Yeah. This is going to make me seem like. I want to hear it. Let's I don't know it. if this is going to make me seem bad or, or, di- or, or disingenuous. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. One of bad? the notes am is. Bad, guys? No. One of the notes is bring high noon boys treat before the pod. Oh. Well, that's not a And joke. I wrote. The name of the bakery that I wanted to go to, that oh, I like. I think that's more of a love letter. Dude, what's, can, can you tell us the name of the bakery? Is there like a yeah, local yeah. secret? It's it's uh, Lakasha's in Medford. It's been there for a long time. Shout out Lakasha's to Bakery. Shout out to Lakasha's. Nice. We'll give you cookies and suck you off. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've met Lakasha. Yeah. Wait, is her last name Caggiano? Well, it, it's not. She says Lakasha. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's an it what it's supposed to be an Italian bakery, but then it was bought by, by Chris Rock. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, and, Lakasha's bakery. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing what I was doing. No, nope, don't. That's do it. That's sweet. Thank you so much yeah, for this. Would you bring us? I kind of want to know. What yeah, kind of. I, I brought you uh, some um, cannolis and eclairs, and then. Uh, lemon. Have you guys had a lemon square and a fig or a fig square? I bought you fig one. Square. I brought you one of each. They're very old people desserts. Well, we're old souls. Have you ever had one? I've never had one. Do you like fig? I guess I don't Go know. Go turn. It's literally right, right behind right you, right in that up top. Right yeah, like a fig Newton. Kind of. It's called. It's a fig square. It's like. Uh, so it's like a fig filling with pastry on either side. I almost. Look, I'm, I don't like that they gave you a corner piece, but don't eat the. Outside crust, Are but you yeah. Just buy right here. Yeah, buy right into it. Let me know what you think. Oh, if you like fig, you then. ever seen the film Snowpiercer? No. Oh yeah, on the train. He's on the train. That's Chris. Uh, Chris Evans, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what fig square has to do with the Chris Evans film. That's what their main food in it is. Fig squares. Oh, dude, yeah. Is it good? Delish. Right. 
Here, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. If you like figs, they're amazing. They're uh, I'm it's very, these home. it's a very like grandpa dessert. That's really good. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you. So my much. grandmother used to go to this bakery when she was. She used to bring my dad there when he was a little boy. Is your grandma's name Lakasha? No. Where, where it's are you a actually like raised in? Uh, uh, I'm, from, raised I'm from. I'm from. I'm from Peabody. Which is on the North Shore. Peabody. Peabody, Mass, baby. Peabody. Oh yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, I went to the same high school as Gary Gullman. There's another oh, one. Okay. There. So another person's had a good special lately. Oh yeah, I enjoyed. Not. That. I mean, am, am I going to get crucified for saying this? I don't know. Uh, not the fun, like laugh, belly laugh special. Not the most belly laugh special I've ever seen, but it was good nonetheless. Yeah. I liked it. Right. It was. I like. I'm liking this uh, style, like this mixed documentary special thing that people have been putting out. Name, I like it. N- name another one. Who, I yeah, think, I was I about think to I've say heard, who else uh, has done it. A bunch of people. Well, Chappelle has been putting out stuff like that lately. Eight forty-seven was the only one. I don't know. Eight forty-seven. Oh, the, it wasn't like documentary. Oh, oh the uh, yeah. You're talking about like the, the cuts, show, yes. cuts to his family and, and yeah, yeah. Wait, what are you talking? Dave Chappelle put out he a, he. Uh, what was the um? I almost said George R R Martin Award, the Mark Twain Awards. Oh well, I don't think Dave <laughs> Chappelle <laughs> actually put that out. Okay, whatever, dude. He, he was just <laughs> you're, you're splitting hairs. Um, <laughs> Jerry really. Seinfeld did one. About? I'm not splitting hairs. They just put that out. That's okay, you know how hard it would be to split a hair. Yeah, dude. It's true. <laughs> now, I like. You ever seen the size of a hair? <laughs> I was waiting for the sound effects, dude. <laughs> it just oh, you out. Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, uh, have you ever seen the size of a hair? That's not even the right one. Yes. And he said what? yes, so it stops. Yeah, it's supposed to stop. What does it split to? And two hairs. What are the sizes and you can't argue with that logic. What are the sizes of both the hair? A, nano, a nanomillimeter. Yeah, about 30 to 40 nanometers each. Um, and, uh, oh, and your boy, who I know you love, uh, Andrew Schultz. He started doing that in uh, mm. 441. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. On YouTube. Yeah. It was, you know, him going uh, set to set in New York. I, I don't know. Some people don't like it because it's not like a classic stand-up special. Do you think it like achieves... Ray, Ro- Ray Romano did it, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, there we go. He like where he gets in the cab and they right. follow him. I like that. I preferred Andrew Schultz, but... Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, if, if, if you have viewers with like short attention spans, if it's just going to... Right, there we go. See, I don't like it. I, I can sit and... Dude, did you watch... All right, let's talk about specials, dude. Mm-hmm. So you haven't been watching a lot, you said. Did you watch Eric Andre's? I find it harder and harder. Nope. Eric Andre's? I mean, dude. I don't know if you guys feel like this. Because I know you guys are real actual comedy fans. And we were talking earlier about how some people that do stand-up legit don't even like stand-up comedy. Like so people annoying. that I talk to are like, um, yeah, you're like, who's your favorite stand-up growing up? And they don't have an answer. You're like, Those okay, people like Mark fuck? Maron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I was going to say... Or, or uh, Dimitri Martin. Yeah, what, what was I going to say? Uh, fuck. That those people are autistic? No, you were going to say... <laughs> no, you said that. You're going to bleep that one out. You're going to get canceled, dude. Oh, no. The southern accent, and you said autistic. That's enough right there. Well, they said oh, that's the, the thing? Word, right? That's, that's get the you. thing after the past? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think I was going to say that... Um, yeah, no, I, I just like that uh, that style. Yeah, and you and you saying that you find it hard to keep up with a lot of specials. Oh yeah, I consumed. I think growing up, in like in my early twenties, I consumed so many stand up specials that I I like 
just wore myself out. Mm. What was Do that? you feel that way at all or I no? Sometimes. I watched so much fuck. All I did was watch stand-up specials. What was the first stand-up special you ever saw? The first one I ever saw was... I don't really have like a vivid memory. It was probably like one of the early ship. It was probably like Killing Me Softly or oh, one of kill- yeah, that was which good. is probably it was My probably one of the earliest. Chip. It could have been like you know Vicious Circle or Dane Cook or one of those. Oh, Car- another fucking tragedy to say this, but Carlos Mencia. Yeah, it was like huge back in the day. I fucking loved him, ripped him. Ah, uh, the. Dude, the, comedy does not age well. The blue collar comedy tour, like bro. no, dude. This is why we had you on. So my my first people are like, oh, this kid. No, does no, no, no. no. You're repping all the. You're repping all the. Dude, my my first the first stand up comedy I ever saw was Larry the Cable Guy on on right. blue, blue collar right. comedies. What was there? It was Bill Engvall, Larry. It was Bill Engvall, Larry the Cable Ron, Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, Ron White. Ron White, thank you. Oh it was, yeah, and it was that's for it. them. Yeah. No. Yeah, they, yeah, they were. I, I was into them, dude. Dude, they're the most selling record. Yeah, they have the record for the most tickets ever sold in a year. Yeah, Larry they the Cable Guy still sells stadiums. arenas. He still does. Larry the Cable Guy still sells arenas. Uh, do you like Josh Wolf? Um, I love him on podcasts. I have okay. not seen his comedy too. We much. saw him live. Yeah, we saw him live. He probably he, he's probably okay. ripped. He's oh, okay. really? He's okay. Oh yeah, but, a, but what he I was, was working gonna, on a brand new hour when, when we yeah. Saw him. Okay, uh, I'm good. not not. I, he's he's fine. Good. Yeah. I, I, I just you know whatever. I'm not. It's not the point. The first live. I, I just I listened to him on the Honeydew. Yeah. With Ryan Sickler. Sickler. Yep. And uh, he tells this story about going out and opening for Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, I've heard this. I've heard his story. I've and he it. and he talks about how he brought this guy with him who his son. Was wanting to like date Josh Wolf's daughter. Yeah. So apparently the guy that he brought backstage was like, "Hey man, I just I'd like to know why. How come on stage you use your real voice, but back here you use this fake accent? Because <laughs> you know his act uh, yeah. is fake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a wicked funny. And this guy's like. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it's the other way around. You <laughs> why idiot. do you why do you talk like that? <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, Mason, you should make an alternate character and just start doing that. Or you should say that Mason Smith is your your character is like an alter ego. Oh, I like this, and you've been keeping it up this long on the podcast just to so that people yes. who've seen you on Mason stage Smith is an alter ego. Yeah, and then he turns around and he's like, "Yes, of course, it's a pleasure to be here." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you do a fucking hit, dude. Turn yourself into a hipster for a show. What, if, so what if I did my my real accent was actually Australian? I can do a good old Australian accent. That's pretty good. Go ahead and ask me any questions. Go on down under. Cause a bit of mischief. Gonna go fuck a couple of Shaylas. Need a good old rootin'. It's a you know good I mean? one. It's a good one, but I do feel like Australians are already the rednecks of like white people anyway. Yeah, yeah. but they don't talk like us. I mean, but like to kind of come over here. Give a good old rootin' to your wife. But you to know? them... But to Stop them. saying rootin', bro. <laughs> oh, is that not what you I'm call getting it? hard. <laughs> bro, yeah, no, nah, I think... Uh, who is who is the first live comic you ever saw? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I was 14. Uh, Daniel see? Tosh. Oh, that's sick. Saw him at the Wang. Also sick, sick name. 
Wait, the Wang in yep, Boston? Next to the Wilbur, yeah. So you were old when you saw your first live yep. comic. I guess comics don't come to Arkansas too often. No, the only comedians I've ever seen was like the Blue Collar Comedy Tour yeah. on TV and yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah. Uh, Dude, he's from Arlington, which yeah. is so close. I mean, Arlington, Virginia? I, I mean, dude, no, Joe Rogan's from fucking Newton. So many. At the uh, beginning. Louis C.K.'s yeah. from Newton. They're all from here. This is like, uh, yeah, this is how we know we're yeah, going to be successful. Oh, this is a good question I have for you guys. So I, so I, I'm from Boston area. I grew up just north of Boston. I'm so, um, I was such a comedy fan that I would see, drive by these places and know that comics were from there and it would be like in, incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, but it's just because I'm a comedy nerd. When you, I would imagine that if I lived somewhere else in the country and I was a comedy nerd and I moved to Boston, I would drive around and be like, fuck, this person's from here and this person performed here. I, did you like think that when you moved here I at thought all? that a lot about like when I was a kid, I just assumed that all comedy all the time happened in New York and, and Boston. Mm-hmm. And so when I got here, I was like, oh, I got to go see the places. And then, yeah. then when I visited New York, it was the same yeah. kind of thing. Was, Which I felt like that when I went to New York. Yeah, starstruck yeah. just because of the places. Yes, yeah. Um, you walk, Walking by like the comedy cellar or some shit, you're like, oh my fucking God. Like I've seen that on Louis Special. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like when I was when I was a like the first special I ever um, saw wasn't really a special it was um it was like a Jerry Lewis thing and then after that because I I just watched what was in the house as a kid mm-hmm. we we didn't have TV or internet big or fan of Bill Cosby I was a big Bill, Co- well, Bill was, Cosby fan oh yeah, my god still am uh, what's what's the name um, that's one of the be- I mean Bill Cosby one, himself himself that's one of the best comedy albums of all time yeah yeah so we yeah we had that on VHS and stuff and so like I just and then. Because it was what was in the house. It was like older stuff. My parents had all this Don Rickles stuff and all these old yeah. Jerry Lewis things. Do you have old stuff. parents? Uh, they're not old. No. He was, no. he was homeschooled. They're sixty. So okay, they're not. You know, old. he didn't have cable. Yeah. No, I get it. I get um, it. <clears throat> but I just assumed all stand-up comics he, he were went from to New church. York. Like oh, as a really? little kid, I just yeah. assumed all stand-up comics were from New York. When you moved to Boston and 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 you. Probably knew at that point that, that was his first time hearing the F word. Teenager, yeah. Yeah. Then, I, yeah. then I moved up, and and then of course it was yeah, like like you're saying, just starstruck by the places. Right. But oh, he had so never cool. heard people cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Stop fucking silently ripping on him from the corner, like bro. I, I definitely heard people cuss. My dad, my dad cussed every day when he hit me with the whis- empty whiskey. Bottle. Because like yeah, my parents are like really. Uh, uh, he, Andrew, he, this he is always funny. He didn't. He hated homosexuals. We made our own clothes. Tell him about how your dad didn't ever say he loved you and you were an accident. (laughs) We've told this story three times on the podcast. I mean, dude, why are you doing this? Like, it's been a decently good pot up until this point. But the cop shit slightly was like a little bit of a downer. They're like, oh, this kid. Let's bully Andrew into leaving. This kid may hate. Black people, we don't really know yet. We're we're gonna wait oh, we and know. see. We know. Yeah, we're gonna wait Who, and see. You? Yeah, no, the listeners are thinking that about me. No, like, oh, his no dad's one a cop. Thinks that. Yeah, no one thinks. No, nah. you're um, out here putting but, out fires in in all kinds of neighborhoods. But I also right? didn't know that people. I didn't really know, even as I got older, that people were from Boston, like Louis C.K. for example, because he didn't get famous in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, right. no or or whomever else. All those people that got all those dude, Ralphie Maine. Ralphie Maine never claimed Arkansas. He claimed Houston. Yeah, and I never learned about guys like Lenny yeah, Clark true. and them until college. Until you got until here. I got, no, no, before here. Oh, really? Until I did like wow. a deep, deep dive. Yeah, it's it's funny those those Lenny that Lenny Clark generation. 
pro- I think they made that whole Dane Cook, Joe Rogan generation because they were so dominant in the scene. You've listened to these guys on podcasts. They oh. were so dominant in like in like wouldn't let people rise in Boston that they were for- all these dudes are forced to go to New York and then they like blew up there. So I think that in a weird way they're almost responsible for it. Right, because in the in the eighties you could get famous as a comedian yeah. in Boston. Yeah, exactly. You have you heard that story about like Dane Cook like coming he would like murder everywhere and when he was coming up around here and then he like never bombed. He started getting booked at Knicks and he was opening for these dudes and then they started to middle and then they were they all these dudes were so pissed that he was opening for them or middling and doing so well because they couldn't follow him so that nick started to move dane cook down the lineup and that's when he was like all right i gotta move out of here because i'm not gonna these guys are so entrenched in as headliners in boston that's all you hear even if you're funnier than them then it it just doesn't matter right that's why they all that's why he had to leave uh i do like that you know obviously because uh you know we're all all three of us are obviously very new yeah and and I would say that uh, that has changed. I, I would say that, I mean, dude, there we know the top comics mm-hmm. in, in Boston. And, I mean, they'll book you on their shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like, I don't think it's as, as, I don't think it's as harsh as it used to be. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go up and do that whole boom, 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 boom. You know, like, I think yeah. that there's like, I think it has shifted. I mean, you but know. I meant- I have you have you seen any of those old those older guys? People, yeah, but I'm talking about sh- now though. I know, but people even now, dude, people shit on them because they're like you know older and like oh their I, bits are outdated they still and, and they haven't though. they have right they haven't changed the material in ten Chance Langton still can go up yeah. and fucking kill exactly it's so, there's something to be learned from those dudes I think yeah and I've learned so much from right, Chance you can't just discount. Again, have a nuance, have an adult view on things. You can't just discount all of something because some guy has like hasn't changed his material in ten years, and you don't like him because he doesn't book you at Kowloon or Giggles. Like, you, there's something to learn from there's those. Something to learn, like, yeah. dude, I the the funniest have new a people bit of in, the funniest new people in Boston are sick, and I love like some. There are some fucking funny people, but also when you watch some of those old dudes get up there and fucking rip punchlines. With that old style, with the quick boom, dude, boom, it, I, boom, I, I, boom, like it's sick, dude. It's sick. It's They're impressive just like to watch. Bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, bang. I love not letting that. you breathe. Like, dude, I love watching people like really good writers that are coming up now. Like in Boston, there are some like people that are good joke writers. But I'm fucking. It's some just sitting there, just belly laughing with like some of those old dudes as they're just throwing punchlines at you nonstop. Dude, every time I, I love that style. Every time I, love I it. every time I've seen Chance go up at the studio, which he goes up at least well, you know, pre COVID, he would be on at least one Saturday or one Friday a month at the comedy studio, mm-hmm. and no matter the age of the crowd, yeah. He would murder yeah. for 10 minutes. Yep. I mean, using the same jokes that you can look him up, you can look him up on uh, uh, Night at the Improv. I know. And he does the same 10 minutes. And I, th- I think... And the, he fucking kills with it. Yeah. I think that the... In my opinion, because comedy is subjective, the 
I think it, you should have a mix of both. I think that you shouldn't have the same jokes you had 10 years ago. You should be writing new material. Yeah, but he's but from also, a different generation. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like, but those guys, I, fucking kudos to all those guys because they all used to rip, but there's a reason why they never left Boston is because they didn't True. develop any new material, which yeah. is fine. I'll probably never get to the point of success that they are at, so who the fuck am I to say? Right. But also... I love the style of them just like ripping material all the time. So I like a combo of both. You know what I mean? Yeah, for Does sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, agree. It's like a there's a good argument to be made back to your previous point about Dane Cook that if that hadn't happened to him, if that pressure hadn't happened, then he wouldn't have been able to pop the way he did. Right. And there's a subsequent worry for us that it's like, wait a second, if it did used to be like this where we never would have got up and now we are getting up, does that mean that the quality overall has like gone down yeah. not for everyone but for us uh, yeah. and it's like okay so where's the middle ground dude I mean us? not I don't want to I love I love comedy so I really do love comedy so much I'll, I think a lot of the kids that are starting that are like our age and like started within the last year so I think there's a lot of good all good people and I think things will be getting better once once we're like this we're, we're like freshmen in high school right now for sure. You know, which is why I almost not felt bad making that video, but I was like, ah, oh God, I mean, here we go. But like, cause who the fuck is a freshman to come and say anything at all? But, yeah, but, but so but that's what you, everyone thought. But, but, but also, like that, you'll never make it. Yeah, that's true. Fuck it. Yeah. 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 You're going to, you just got to say fuck it's it. It's like what you, it's Andrew has said this multiple times. He's like, dude, you know, you're always like, you wouldn't, we're all in. Why would you be doing stand up if not to make it yeah. a career? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you what, shouldn't be shy about it. That's something that you've always said. You're like, we wouldn't be doing this if not to make a career out yeah. of it. Yeah, or at least, at the very least, don't lie to people and say that you haven't dreamt about it right, like a pipe right. dream. Even if you yourself don't take it seriously. Don't lie that it's there somewhere. Yeah. Like you have thought about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. so. That's, yeah, ir- I, it's irritating almost if people. I get For real. It yeah. is. It is definitely. But yeah. I get why people do it because you want to. So you're like, it, you can't make any money at it. Here we are in our mid to late 20s. And you, you want to show up at Thanksgiving and tell your family that, I mean, granted, you have a, a legit career, both of you guys. Yeah. But like, yeah. you want to show up and be like, oh, I'm doing comedy and uh, yeah. making any money. I mean, it's, it, so that's why people get that way. But fuck it. That's a stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to book whoever on my show that deserves to be on right. it. As long as they let me jerk off in front of them. Right. Okay. All I want is to be able to jerk off in yes. front of a couple people mm-hmm. who are who are intimidated by me and 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 whatever you know. Right, and that and this message is brought to you by the uh, Southern what, Baptist Church. Did you go to growing up as a kid? New to Baptist Church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> what do you look like naked, Mason? Let me see. Oh, oh sexy. I can answer this. I got a calico cock. A calico? What's that mean? Uh, see this on my foot? Oh, yeah. I got that on my dick and balls. Uh, oh, okay. I got like a calico, cowhide, that's camouflage, sick, though. dick and balls. It's vitiligo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet, dude. Yeah, it looks pretty impressive. That's sick, dude. It's like, man, what is that? Camouflage? Or, uh, 
You know, it looks like a goddamn cowhide. I bet you look pretty good naked. I think I've seen a picture of you naked. Is there a picture of you out uh-huh. there with like... Yeah, I got a picture of me naked on my Instagram. Do you check have your like shit tucked uh, back? Or? Uh, uh, check me out on Instagram, at Mason E. Smith. Can we all uh, take a naked picture together after this? Sure, yeah. We got to have right, something right, for when we post this, uh, you know, yeah, uh, this I, podcast. I look a little different. I look a bit like Dobby the house elf naked, I think. Because I feel like you, I feel like you do pretty well. Or, like you look- or yeah. Yeah. So, so my point is, no, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be part of the naked picture. But I'll take it of you guys. Dude, I just think, dude, Southerners have a fucking knack. What is it? Why do Southerners have a natural knack for storytelling? It's insane. Oh, uh, I can tell you some oh, I know, dude. Southerners are so story. much better at telling stories than... I think it's because we don't like to read. We only like to just... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think we only just like you're to illiterate, hear it. so talking is all you have. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, exactly. I get it. There you go. Now yeah, you're like no way else for it to pass. We can listen, but I, we I, don't I want to read it. Do you find that though? Do I find? Yes. Do I find Southerners are better storytellers? Nat- yeah, I would say more you know natural Nate storytellers. I don't know. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, Theo's a good storyteller. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about my favorite comics? Theo Vaughn is probably top of the list right I now. I love Theo. Yeah, he's murders. Yeah. Um, you don't think so? Maybe, maybe I'm th- I'm thinking of like a lot of he likes like, he's not a true southerner. His dad's from Boston, so I'm thinking about a lot of like the Yankees. and his mom's. You know, you know, she's like Brazilian, mm-hmm. so not even a person. Hot. We don't like to talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, no, I was just thinking about a lot of the like my dad's friends that I grew up with that were Yankees that told really funny stories. Oh, too. really? Yeah, yeah. And I so, thought I thought that about them is what I'm saying. Oh, As a really? Kid, I was like, man. People from Dude, the north. Dudes from New York tell such good stories. Yeah, it's just a different. Joey style Diaz is the only one. I bet you it's yeah. just that whatever. I bet you a big part of it is that whatever accent is kind of foreign to you is really captivating. Oh, maybe. And I bet you that that makes you pay attention more. Maybe. And it seems it seems uh, more like illustrious and like yeah, it's it's like a charming. different yeah. yeah, it's a different way. Of, they don't talk like you, so you're just kind of more captivated. Yeah, like when when a dude would talk real real fast as a kid, I was like, oh, that's yeah. Dude, that's oh, like I mean, when I that's like when I moved here to Waltham in 2013. People talked fast. I would go sit in a bar and just listen to people talking. Really, it was like, it was like being in a Mike Wahlberg movie. And dudes from New York always sound out of breath. My wife, right, like English second language, but she, I mean she speaks fine now. But it hmm. manifests itself. You know, she got her card, and, and I, yeah. I I practiced with her. Yeah. My point and, is, like, you know. she doesn't. You wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, but she, she still vocabulary wise, like. I, I say things as if, like, it, anyway, we were in the North End very soon after moving here. Mm-hmm. And you're going in the North End. And I, was, I was like, this is awesome. This is yeah. like being in, like, a small Italian right. town. All these dudes in their track suits, yeah. unzipped, yeah. chest hair, gold mm-hmm. chain. And so I say to her, I'm trying to be funny, I say to her in this voice, I was like, I, I cannot wait to come back for the St. Anthony's Parade so that we can be in a fun parade with all the Dagos. And she then, in this voice, goes, "What's a dago?" Yeah, yeah. Like, All right, well, shot, shot in the back of the head. Yeah, no, shot in the back of the head. Yeah. You should have said it's that movie, you know, with Jamie Fox and Christopher Waltz. Dude, Dude, you know what I was thinking about on the way over here? I don't know why, because we're driving through all this, these oh. areas, and uh, fucking. Like my grandparents' generation was all it was all like so I it was all like Irish and Italian that lived in these areas and then my my parents' generation all these all these I was thinking about gentrification it was all Irish and Italians and then my parents' generation they all moved out to the suburbs 
But then in all in it was all like Spanish and like African American families that moved in. And now my generation is all our grandsons and granddaughters of Irish Italian people that used to live in these areas. And now we're moving back to those areas and gentrifying them and paying a shit ton of money. But it's not, is it really gentrification if our <laughs> grandparents lived there first? Like, yeah, we were there first. Bro, you know what I'm saying? That's is that, point. is that, does it that make sense? It would be gentrification if our asses moved up here and moved in, but we're not doing that. Yeah, no. If you guys do it, it's just... Yeah. Is what this, is it? Reclaining the home? I don't know. I, don't know I guess. That like, sounds a little white power. So. <laughs> you know, the Italians come in, the neighborhood's already all set, and I just imagine it being something like... Mama. Hey. Mama. We were here first. Is that... What are you doing here? Me? I've been here the whole time. I was born here. Are you sure? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, can you put on the Tarantella? Can you just look up any song on here? Uh, I can try. Okay, well, not worth it. But you got anything to yeah. plug? Yeah, just that uh, the show and tell show. Uh, follow Breaking Balls on Facebook and Instagram, uh, where we go live on Facebook every Wednesday night, 7 p.m., it's about a 20-minute, 20 25-minute show, and uh, it's a really fun time. I do it with my best friends. Uh, and, cool. And, and where can people follow you on Yeah. Oh, uh, Dave Caggiano on Instagram is probably the best place to find me, or Dave Caggiano USA on what's, Twitter. What's the plug for the uh, that Breaking Ball show? Yeah, uh, the show and tell show. Oh, I'm breaking sorry. Found on Breaking Balls okay. on Facebook, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much for coming, dude. Thank you so much for having me. me. You guys are fucking awesome. And yeah, cute I'm so and hot. glad we finally got you on. And uh, don't don't hang up those headphones I yet. Won't. Got a little bit. Got a little song here for us. Uh, where can they follow you there, uh, brother? It's O underscore Hubba Hubba. And uh, you can follow me uh, on uh, uh, Instagram at Mason E Smith, and you can follow High Noon uh, at High Noon underscore Pod. Cool. Thank you guys for having me. And, uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, dude. So excited to Fuck finally yeah. put you on. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, oh, this is a song. Uh, this is uh, Mocassin, uh, Moccasin Creek featuring West Nile. Everybody enjoy. Two shots of whiskey and a six pack of suds. Rolling up the Mary Jane, smoke a little bud. Pass it to the left, and we're drinking from the jug. Two shots of whiskey and a six pack of suds. Rolling up the Mary Jane, smoke a little bud. Daddy's wild out and three X's on the jug. Fire up the boom box, I'm about to chug. Two shots.